Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. Let's get to the sponsors. Of course, we got Brad Creek with Willow Creek Custom Calls. I was talking to Brad this morning. Uh, He said he's got enough pictures from you guys, so he's uh, filled up on that. But he did want me to mention a couple more of his calls other than his Cali spec that we all talk about. Um, Of course, he does. I didn't know he did a snow goose call. He does do a snow goose call. And then the honker illusion stuff, cacklers. Um, and then he's like a pioneer with that Brant call. So if you're either heading south or north to hunt Brant, these things are killer. And he's even got an East Coast variant too. So pretty cool. Check him out at willowcreekcustomcalls.com or shoot him a phone call. No more photos. 510-610-7625. And use the promo code FILTHYSPOON for 20% off. So... We appreciate Brad helping us out here, so and he appreciates uh, all the photos he's been getting. So, but he's 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 uh, collections filled up for a little bit. So, all right, and then on to spare equipment repair uh, for all your truck equipment needs. Talk about it every week. John Deere, Peter Pilt, Ken Worth, Case, uh, Bobcats, backyard tractor stuff, big equipment, little whatever. We do it all pickups. So you get a hold of Superior at 833-343-7351 or superiorequipmentrepair.com. And then old Adam Oliver. I was trying to get a hold of him today and couldn't, but Pinto Ridge Taxidermy. Look him up on Instagram, and he's going to give one of our many guests over this year a, a free mounted bird of their choice. Here we're going to announce the winner at Duck Days. Duck Days are going to be kind of a big deal for us this year. We're going to go all out. I'm going to ask a couple of you diehard listeners come out maybe give us a hand with some of the stuff because we're going to be doing a couple little games and raffles and things of such going to be a good time so and then the jermies over there at official left coast waterfowl you know they got their uh waterfowl widow line and they got uh, got a cool widget on their shirt and they got a bunch of white stuff for snow goose hunting as we get into late snow goose you know late goose season um they got cool hats and then they're they're peddling our filthy spoon stuff on their page too so check that out they got some cool hats and hoodies and all that and like i said i ordered some the other day so check them out at officialleftcoastwaterfowl.com and you use lcw10 at checkout for 10 percent off so good deal check them out local guys support them and they got their youtube channel i forget the name of it I, but i probably should have had that in front of me but they got a youtube channel and you can probably find it on their website but check them out they're good guys so Anyway, here we are, Robert. Happy New Year. That's right. New- recording on New Year's Day. It's a bit of a, I don't know. The energy feels kind of calm today. It does. Yeah, everyone's up late last night. Not me, not you, but uh, other people. No, no, I was not up late at all. I was in bed about 8.30. And you went hunting this morning, right? I did go hunt this morning. A couple minutes after shoot time, a nice fat widgeon bombed into the decoys and I remembered how to use my shotgun this time and smoked them. So that was cool. Um, I was woken up at midnight, though, by the local rednecks, I'm assuming, launching off their illegal fireworks from about 10 o'clock till 1 in the morning. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah. They they didn't they didn't quite go till 1. They did it for 10 or 15 minutes. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing, you know. And I thought they put people in jail for fireworks in this state, but they managed to, it's, they'll do it every friggin' 4th of July and friggin' New Year's and every other friggin' holiday. But 
yeah, no, lots of fireworks in the valley. There's seems like there's always fireworks around my my neck of the woods, but uh, no one seems to care much. And, and obviously, they're not too dangerous because I don't see any wildfires around here as yeah, a result. Yeah, this time of year, I don't care if they do it or not. I mean, it don't bother me really, you know. But it's just crazy because I live a little bit out of town and how much I can hear them. I don't know whether they're lighting them all, but I heard a bunch of them last night. Well, I'm glad you got one bird today. It's amazing that, like you said before, the difference between none and one. Yes. And I've I've felt that difference a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, it's not still a really rough year for me, a uh, rough year for you. Yeah, everybody in our club's been at it, having it, you know. And then talking with Casey and his guys, you know, they're – not quite as hard off as we are, but they're hunting all the time. Yeah, they they had a pretty good day when we talked to them. Yeah, a couple looks of those like guys. Looked like today they had a pretty good day too. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, that sure was cool, wasn't it? Going over there with them guys. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, they were. Uh, if you guys ain't listened to the last episode, you need to because that was a really good one. Them uh, them guys were really cool to sit down and talk to us, and we kind of busted their chops a little bit. They had good sense of humor and banter back and forth. I love that really fun guys to hang around knowledgeable it was a good time man i uh really enjoyed that and i, I can't thank casey enough for setting that all up for us that was a lot of fun for sure no i uh well i hunted i hunted quite a bit last week you know at least uh wednesday i decided i was gonna i had the day off and i was gonna do a full day of hunting so i told my wife don't expect to see me i'm gonna be out all day yeah so i went to um out by sutter in the morning uh, really slow. I think I think as with Mason, we saw one duck. <laughs> but I had my quad in the back of my truck with the plan, you know, um, that I was going to head out to D10 right after if it sucked at Sutter. So yeah. that's what I did. So I went out to D10 for the afternoon hunt. Rain really was uh, picking up, but uh, thanks to the power of Sitka, I was completely dry. You can, if you have the waders and Sitka jacket, you can jump in a pool and swim and stay dry that's pretty impressive man i got my friggin bicycle tube patched eleven hundred dollar shin gears you know um they ain't leaked i've took them out twice so i mean all in all i'm not complaining about it but i mean these are supposed to be like the highest end waders the most expensive on the market so you know i think i don't know if we talked about this in the last one or not but if you take your Ferrari in for warranty and it comes back with a primered fender, you're probably going to be a little bit pissed. Right. And this is supposed to be the highest end of waders. So when they literally do a like bicycle patch on it that you would buy at Walmart or something and it's not even color matching or anything, which, it, I mean, it doesn't matter is why I'm not throwing a big fit. But I just thought they had some type of uh, Raider repair technology that maybe I didn't know about or something. But no, no, they're just doing what everybody else is. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the same repair you would have done yourself. It is, it is. And uh, like I say, I can't complain too much because they ain't leaking now. And they did get right on it when they did leak the first time. So I'm not going to be a super crybaby, but I'm also not overly happy of paying $1,100 and that's what you get. But. Nope. So yeah, so I went to D10 after after that, and uh, when I got there, kind of felt like I was wasting my time a little bit. Not much was flying. I thought, well, um, <laughs> I just wasted my time at two blinds instead of one. <laughs> Big accomplishment. But uh, but then a single pintail came in and saved the day. It's always nice. Nice and big fat Drake. Big fat Drake. Uh, you, when I sent you the picture, you yeah. said it was kind of skinny. I did the first then, photo. Yeah. 
But uh, and it, it it did what Pintail do, you know, came in with that picture perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, right in front of the blind, where you could really, you know, know exactly we're going to shoot that bird. And then after that, of course, more Pintail kept coming in like that, and uh, <laughs> with our great one bird limit here. <laughs> you just sit there and drool. Yeah. I did get bombed by a Pintail. It was. I drew up on it, and it come on the back side of our roll top, so it was kind of an awkward angle, and I drew up on it, and then I I probably should have just shot, and I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get him back around, and then he busted me, and he was out of there. But Well, I'm, you know, this, this season I'm so desperate, and uh, I drew up on a couple pintail after that. I just drew up on them, and then it was like, oh, no, no, yeah. pintail. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, see ducks in the corner of your eye. Oh, like, yeah. Nope, nope, pintail. But then uh, – but then – Two Spoonies came in, too. That's good. The, spoonies uh, to save the day. Yeah, the Norteño Shoveler. <laughs> so shout out to Ivan from Salinas oh, Valley yeah. Outdoors for that one. Yeah, I love that guy. He hey, he told me he'd come on if we get him up here ever. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. But yeah. I only shot one of them. I shot one shot, and uh, so I shot one shot on the pintail, and then the pair of uh, Spoonies came in. I shot the Drake, and then I, I just hesitated on the the hen when when she crossed over the check on that kind of cross shot yeah and you know then she left of course because i just shot so i was feeling pretty good about myself though i'm like one for one you know i i shot one shell for each duck i'm a marksman yeah. <laughs> i'm on top of the world and then i had two specks start landing right in front of me and i missed them <laughs> <laughs> when you get back, shot back down I'm to reality. an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, that's always tough, man. But when I was hunting with uh, Mason out in Sutter, he was telling me how his, his choke is stuck because he, you know, left it in the gun too long after so many rainy days. Really? Yeah. So I got paranoid after that conversation. So I get back to the house after hunting. I, I kind of quit early after the specs. I was like, all right. I'm, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. If I can't shoot those, I might as well go home. Um, and so when I got home, I'm like, well, I'm going to clean my gun. You know, I was out in the rain. Yeah. And so I cleaned my gun. And then um, that stupid little spring popped out of my uh, my bolt release. Sucks, I don't know how. Man. Like, I just, you know, I was just drying everything off. And all of a sudden... Wing that did thing you, flies well, out. You did it with compressed air or what? No, oh. no, no, <laughs> no. So weird. Yeah, nothing. Just that as with uh, wiping it down with a rag. You know, took the gun apart, just wiping everything down first. Yeah. And that thing flew out out of nowhere. And that sucks. And I do see what you're talking about. The way I think it could go out up through the top, though. Yeah, it's you gave you gave me shot. a good idea. So I'm going to try that before I uh, before I call an expert and and pay. But. Uh, Oh, another funny thing that happened too, and that I told you this, but I didn't. I didn't get a picture of it because I wasn't expecting it, and I was trying to just mitigate the situation and not pull my phone out. I wasn't really thinking about that. But on the way back to the truck from the blind, my dog comes trotting up to me with a big old rooster chicken in her mouth. <laughs> And this this rooster looked as surprised as I was to see it. <laughs> it was alive. Yeah, it was alive. <laughs> she just found some escaped rooster. I wonder where. Maybe the house across the street. I'm thinking maybe that maybe that little. Because there's nothing really close housewise out there. No, no. But some rooster escaped the farm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right into the jaws of a brown dog. That's yeah. hilarious, dude. <laughs> you know, she just comes trotting up to me, <laughs> tail wagging. Look what I got. What'd you do with it? Well, I, I pried it out of her mouth and it ran off. So oh. it, I don't know if it's still alive. I hope it is. <laughs> That's so random. Yeah, because there's nothing. There's no houses out there other than the one across the street. Maybe they have chickens. That's crazy, man. Oh yeah. So so that was fun. And then I went I went out Saturday too. And um, I, again with Mason out at T10, we got each another pintail each. So they were yeah. flying. They were flying good that day. Uh, Mason got a mallard. Again, really thankful for that one pintail limit. Yep, you guys end up with three birds total, right? Yeah, that yep. uh, endangered species out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then Curtis and I at our other property, we never fired a shot. And then we met you guys at Stassi's. Had breakfast over there. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It's always a good time. I hustled some of the more raffle tickets for my son's baseball fundraiser. I've been hustling those at while well, I'm duck hunting with folks, but... uh Speaking of fundraisers, we should mention that we will be at America's Freedom Fighter Banquet um, that CWA puts on on March 23rd in Lincoln, California. So look out for the Filthy Spoon if you're there. Oh, yeah. Now, that's going to be a good time. Um, yeah. We, uh, Robert bought the table up in our name, so we're going to be there. Uh, we recommend you all go. Really good event to support the veterans. Uh Superior equipment repair, you know, we're, we're out of Lincoln, so it's perfect fit for us. Um, probably be some guys from the shop there, too. For sure. Um, uh, going to be a good time. Um, I haven't been to that one before just because i got to control myself. I can go to only so many dinners because I start drinking beer, man, and I'm bidding on everything. So <laughs> if I go. <laughs> well, it's for a good cause. So this, this one, <clears throat> from my understanding, is specifically to fundraise for, their, for the CWA Veteran Hunt Program. Yes. So uh, as a recipient of that program, I'm definitely more than happy to help support that. But uh, hopefully we'll see some of our listeners there. And if you're there, don't don't hesitate to stop by the Filthy Spoon Table and say hi. Yes, please come up and say hi. I love it when you guys message us on Instagram or I run into you places and you recognize it. We love you guys, man. It's This has been a lot of fun and a lot of cool people we got listening to our show. So I, I please don't hesitate to do that, guys. And this is a good dinner. This, if you want to go to one of them, this is one to go to. I recommend it. So yeah, I've been I've been to this one. Um, it's been a good number of years since I've been to this one, but I'm excited to do it again. And uh, yeah, it's right here in Lincoln, so not far from from either of us really. Good good location. We got to talk to them about doing something in the valley for opening weekend though. It's not a bad idea. The, the Gridley one is the twentieth, and Curtis is hopping to go to that. And uh, him and Curta or him and Mason already agree. I think they're going to stay at the crack house. <laughs> I'm going to have the high dollar dude staying in destitution with me, man. That'll be nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. They're going to tell them they got to lock their car on this street. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't have a garage? <laughs> yeah, I don't. you don't have a ten car garage <laughs> for your guest. Where's the guest house at? You expect me to stay in this? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, it should be a good time. We plan on hunting that day and then doing that event. Because so, I, I got it. The tickets are pricey at that one, though. But um, being since it's my adopted hometown, I think, and I'm a huge CWA supporter, I think I probably better make an appearance at it. So Yeah, you know, I I may too, um, for that matter. That's good. It'd be nice to... Maybe we can see what the couple's tickets cost. Yeah, we could save us a couple... 
bucks on one of them. I've seen that. There ain't no uh, life member discount I've seen. But. Well, the 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 March 23rd dinner, um, I don't remember if it had a life member discount, but it definitely was, was, was cheaper. And it, so hopefully if folks can't go to any other ones, go to that one. Yeah, go to that one. That's <clears throat> the time of year where you're it's kind of out of duck season. Depending on where you're coming from, if you're staying up, you know, you've got a club up there, you're staying at the refuge, and ain't that big a deal. January 20th to shoot over to Fairgrounds and Gridley, go to the dinner, and then head back to your pickup or your club or whatever, you know. Oh, so, no, hell no. So, no, that should be a good time, too. Hoping to meet some of you guys at that event also. Yeah, yeah. For, for sure. And before we forget, something near and dear to my heart, it's 71 years today since Hank Williams died. You know that? 71 years. I would have never known that. Well, he died. (laughs) They don't know if he died on New Year's Eve or if it was New Year's Day, but he was found New Year's morning in the back of his Cadillac in West Virginia. So I have stood on his grave, just like the song Midnight Montgomery, and uh, I'm a huge Hank Williams fan. And 71 years since old Hank left this earth, and we're still talking about him. So love, Hank. Listen to I'm So Lonesome I Can Cry or something at least once today. So... I even posted a couple of pictures up on Instagram of him and me at the statue. I got a picture of me with the statue. And I've been to his grave two or three different times. But is there a lot of, when you were there? Do you see other fans? Yeah, yeah. They have the Hank Williams Museum, and then you know, like you do a whole little tour in Montgomery, and uh, the graveyard's a big place. You know that everybody goes. I have. Ne- I would have never known that. I've never thought about going to someone's grave like that. I'm a huge Hank fan, and then, I mean, there's songs about it, you know, I mean, David Allen Coe, The Ride, where he gets picked up, summoned from Montgomery, and the ghost of Hank Williams picks him up. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, and then uh, Alan Jackson's Midnight Montgomery, so he swung by on a big New Year's Eve show, and the ghost of Hank stumbles out of the graveyard, and I did stand there one year, I think it was 2006 or five when I lived down there, I stood, New Year's Eve, Midnight Montgomery, just like the song. And I was the only dude there. And I would have thought there'd be, <laughs> that was only 60 years or something since he died then. But did, I, uh, did you sing it? <laughs> I let that play in my truck. Yeah. No, it was uh, pretty cool. I just thought there'd be some other schmuck like me out there, but no, just me. That's funny. I could see you. I could see you out there doing that too. Oh, yeah. Drinking beer on Hank's grave. Yep. It was cool, man. Were you wearing your overalls too? I think I was. <laughs> I, you know, I wear overalls a lot. I think I was. That's your classic look. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, uh, farmer John. I wish. Want to be farmer. Urban farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Growing pot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dope grower. Yeah, I'm a big pot guy. We all know that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the Dodge Chargers, his tractor. <laughs> Regular farmers drive John Deere's. Pot farmers drive Dodge Chargers. <laughs> Every episode it gets brought up. Oh, yeah. We missed it last one with uh, the Stafford boys, but that's, that's a little true. bit. That's with a true. guest, it's a little bit different of an yes. exception. So. Very true. But uh, So I was thinking, you know, it was foggy out this morning for you, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, pretty sucked in. It come and went. It You know it, it you know how it gets out there when it's like this. It, it come in a little while, and then it lift, and then it come back in. And I know a lot of guys like the fog. Casey likes the fog. You mentioned that. I'm, yeah. Never works out very well for me. I shouldn't say never, but not not often. Normally, it's the kiss of death. Yeah. Um, sounds like it wasn't on fire for you either. But 
I hunted a couple times in the the rain recently. We're finally getting some rain, and um, I was going to ask you. Maybe I'm the only weirdo that does something like this, but do you have any tricks for when it's raining to kind of make life more comfortable besides wearing a decent jacket? I mean, the obvious things, right? Um, like one of the things I forgot to do because I just switched bags from my little side bag that's lasted longer than it was meant to, than it was designed to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won that at a fundraiser dinner many years ago. Really? Um, so I switched to the Yeti backpack. Fully waterproof, fully submersible. Yeah. Why you would submerse your backpack, I don't know. But well, not on purpose. That's some good marketing. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to put a towel in it like I normally do. Normally, when it's raining, I'll put a little, just a little towel in my bag, a little hand towel, so that I can dry my hands because I don't wear gloves and your hands are always getting wet. That's and it's kind of hard to. Yeah, that's smart. I never bring a towel. I probably should. Yeah, I always bring a little towel to put in my. My bag, just to just to use to drive my hands periodically. That's pretty smart. Another like, thing you did that I picked up on that I didn't have in my truck this year is you bring, like, the doormat with you to change out of your waders on sometimes. Oh, I don't do that. That's someone. That's, I well, can't I remember. You did no, that. that's not me. I don't. Dude, I drive in my waders half the time. Well, out here it ain't bad, but, I mean, this morning I parked at the pump. Oh, yeah, that's muddy. So by the time I got back to the truck, I have about 20 pounds of boot mud on each foot. You yep. know how it is oh, out yeah. there. Every step, your feet get heavier. Yeah. And it was like, what do you do? And so you, I like had to take them off sitting in my cab and then throw the waders in the back of my truck. Because <laughs> yep. you can't get out and no. anything because you just track it all in your truck. No, it's nice when you park on like an actual somewhat paved road, even if it's not fully paved, enough where you can kind of get the mud off. Yeah, well, like, if if you're out there and you park at the main area, that one place is a flight strip, and yeah. it's graveled. So you park over there, you're golden. Dude, last time I was in the rain, it was pretty muddy there. Oh, it, dude, yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> You'll see my truck. It's freaking horrible. <laughs> I made it, no problem. I did put on four-wheel drive, but, I mean, dude, it's you know how that mud out there is. Oh, yeah. The other thing I do during duck season is I we have a little, uh, have you seen those surf-through car washes they have here and there throughout the valley? Yeah. So those are like 20, 20 bucks a month. I'll get a membership there just during duck season. That makes sense. So I run the truck through, you know, once a week and vacuum it out. That makes sense because I don't. I just don't say, screw it. It's going to be dirty to land duck season. Then once duck season's over, I take all my crap out because I leave my hunting stuff in there year-round. Mm-hmm. Or not year-round. <laughs> the whole season, I carry all my stuff so I'm ready whenever, wherever I am, you know. And... uh I just, I don't know, I'm kind of a filthy bastard, I guess, because I just leave it dirty and muddy, and then once once we get into February, the first weekend after usually, I'll go and go to the car wash, and I like that Highway 99 car wash. They'll do inside now for like 30 bucks. Yeah, that's, you know, you'd think for me being a cheap guy that I'd do that, because that makes more sense economically, just do 30 bucks, you know, once a One year time, yeah. after the season rather than. 20 bucks a month for three months. But Nothing wrong with taking care of your friggin' truck. I'm not very good at maintenance. Oh, I change the oil, but other than that, I, I mean. You're a mechanic. I, the children, well, the cobbler's children go shoeless, so they say. <laughs> the cobbler's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you fix it when it needs to be fixed. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not very much for, I'm not a truck polisher, I can tell you that. Keep your check engine light on. 
I got a tire light on because I didn't put a... I noticed that when I was driving to the... I got well, the experience luxury. I bought those wheels after I bought this truck, and I completely forgot about the oh, TPS sensor? sensors. Yeah. So I went and paid some dude to put them on, and they just put regular valve stems in it. They never said anything. And I went, oh. And I, I don't care. You know, I can... I got a tire gauge. Yeah. But it is kind of annoying. I think I might be able to program that. We haven't fooled with it once. Old Matty Ice at work was saying he thinks he might be able to program it out of there where it don't come on. But yeah, I uh, I've driven many miles with that light on, <laughs> that, that tire pressure light. <laughs> yeah, you just eyeball it. Those things are expensive, and I sold the old wheels and tires that were on it as a set. You know, they were twenties. Is the only reason I sold them. And, uh, yeah, the truck, it had a completely different look with those wheels. I, I hate it. I don't like 20-inch wheels. And uh, I should have took them out of the factory wheels, and I didn't because I just sold them here as is, you know. Right. And I really screwed myself by doing that. But Yeah, you got some nice uh, white uh, white rims on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they're freaking trail boss rims. I'm a poser. No, making my truck look like a trail boss. No, look at your truck right now. White rims, a big LED bar on the front. <laughs> Looks great. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're covered in stickers. It flies and dies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should get a... Well, I haven't put that filthy spoon one on my truck yet that you gave me. It's on the list. So I am putting that one on. Yeah, I don't have a filthy spoon sticker on my truck either. But I've been too busy hunting. Yeah. So Not much of a sticker on my truck kind of guy. More of a filled up bed up with beer can kind of guy. We know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be proud of me. I spent the last day of the year not drinking. I didn't have one beer yesterday. Yeah, I, I know. You told me. I'm surprised. And, yeah, and it wasn't really on purpose. Um, I had some stuff to do in the afternoon, and... You know, maximum enforcement, holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, I think I'll just stay sober today. So I did, and then stands was closed down. Oh, they weren't open for New Year's Eve, huh? No, no. That, that trust me, that had a, something to do with it, no doubt about it. But, uh, no, I stayed sober. Rung in the new year completely. I remember driving the duck blind this morning, like, go ahead and pull me over now, you fucker. <laughs> Uh, I'll blow in that thing all day. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> but uh, we actually, we're going to have to get off here pretty quick. we got a couple more minutes. but uh, Yeah, we got a drive to make. Yeah, we're going to Arbuckle. We're going to do a podcast with a pretty well-known farmer guy. I don't know. I, I don't know. if we might, we might release it. Just Are people that listen? I know how I am with podcasts. I like to binge them, so I... Probably should hold them, but as soon as we record them and I get Wi-Fi, I'm downloading that. Yeah. I just don't see the point. You know, we got it out there, and I know with my favorite podcast, I like binging them. So. That's how I do. I Normally, I if I'm driving to, like, Sacramento back, that's normally about an hour, so I'll do, do a podcast each direction. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll be in the duck blind board listening to a podcast. Not very often, but sometimes. Oh, do you do you bring out your portable speaker and just blare it? <laughs> yeah, I bring. Out, <laughs> that's exactly what I do. To put an e collar on. Yeah. <laughs> they should. You know what? All these snogies. We talked about this before, but 
California needs to get it together. We need a longer spring season in the valley. No plugs, e collars. I mean, I, I don't I don't have any science behind this, but I don't think all these snow goose snow geese around are good for the ducks. I just I can't see how it would be. Well, I know it ain't good for the farmers eating all their alfalfa fields. I know that. Yeah, we gotta get rid of these snow geese. There's a, you look in the sky, they're they're doing fine. The population is doing fine. They can they can take some more hunting pressure, I promise. Yeah, most definitely. Um yeah, the man, the geese guys are having trouble this year. They're still sitting on the water most places, I think. They are. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. I saw them on, I saw them on uh, dry fields for a little bit there. And now now they're back on the water from my road scouting. I seen uh <laughs> I don't want to say it's you know nothing that big a deal, but I've seen like one speck family, like five, sitting in the dry field on the way back from Sutter today. Like, well, I guess five's better than none, but hopefully nobody booked that field for a friggin' 250-day hunt. Right. $250 a day hunt, but now hunting's still pretty, pretty friggin' slow, man. I'm glad I got that one fat widget today and... There's a little bit of weather coming in, ain't there? Yeah, it looks, looks like it's sporadic. colder too. Colder. Looks colder, so I'm, I'm, you know, we need that cold, man. I'm an optimist. I'm gonna be optimistic. When Casey I'm, was saying the same thing. He thinks we're gonna probably get a couple good weeks out of it. You know, we still so, got a month. Yeah, and, and we're gonna make the most of that month. Yeah, we have uh, Gribble. He just got back from Texas. He texted me this morning pretty slow but he had a really good time with the cranes out yeah, there. yeah he was able to bring that meat back too right i assume yeah we should try to get some from him we should it's yeah the least always, he could do. i've always wanted to try it yeah everybody says the ribeye of the sky yeah i don't know you know yeah gribble needs to host a filthy spoon appreciation barbecue at his house that's a good idea that's a great idea you hear that gribble it's the least he could do for volunteering to work for us yeah so yeah and then duck days yes you better be there gribble we got all kinds of little tasks for you to do <laughs> so we need him around now that my sharon ain't around to help anymore we need somebody and he helped us out last year with it so that's kind of handy too when we're doing because we're going to bring some swag and stuff this year to sell not give <laughs> not back, but i'm not going to be in charge of it so we need somebody that's kind of a you know hard nose to not me. Yeah, you were in charge of it last year, and we gave away <laughs> everything. We didn't sell it. We didn't make a dollar back. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to get rich by any means. Just trying to cover the cost of you know this. This stuff ain't free. What we got, you know. So we went there with a plan. Yeah. Like, all right, we're gonna spend, but and we, and we weren't even even trying to cut it even. No. Yeah, we were like, we're gonna take a hit, but let's we can recoup some of the money back. We'll just sell them cheap. Yeah, and then gentle John, friendly John, <laughs> starts just handing out swag the whole time. So if you were there at Duck Days, you got a hell of a bargain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this year, uh, I guess say we'll I, we'll sell them cheap. I can promise you that we're gonna sell them cheap. But we're we gotta we can't afford to just give thousand dollar batch of shirts away every time. So yeah. Well, you've heard me say it. This podcast is the only thing this podcast did is we found a way to make duck hunting more expensive. More expensive. <laughs> You're completely right. Yeah, between the gas money, like today, yeah, we're going to drop a freaking $100 bill on fuel by the time we go round trip. Uh, yep. But it's been a good time. Yeah, beer. I, it seems like I drink more beer on recording days. Um, yeah. 
but it has been fun and like i say it's it's a blast and we appreciate all you guys that have been listening along either whether since the beginning or you're a new listener or whatever we really appreciate the hell out of it it's been fun man and we're talking to cool people and you know like like the staff are doing that was hella cool those guys were great guy we're going to talk to this afternoon seems like a pretty good knowledgeable guy farmer so yeah really looking forward to that one i won't i won't spoil the questions ahead of time but you know normally we go into this kind of free-flowing conversation <laughs> but i got i got some couple questions i'm really curious on because we haven't talked to any farmers yet so this is gonna be exciting yeah exactly yeah we can't i like to wing it all the time and sometimes it you know you'll hear me uh, uh and it's like go ahead and write something down it won't kill you so <laughs> but speaking of that we should we should end this one a little short today and uh get ready to head out there yeah i think so so thank you all uh be sure to rate and review on spotify itunes all that follow us on instagram the filthy spoon podcast if you do follow us send me a message hey love the show hey hate the show send me a message i love talking to you guys so i guess that's it and we shall talk to you well you're gonna hear us again sooner than later but me and robert will be together doing another one next weekend for sure so good luck happy hunting happy new year listen to our hank williams song and we'll talk to y'all later see ya